0: Hey, Room 303 listeners. Are you looking for a way to make every game day exciting, even when your favorite team isn't suiting up? Then Thrive Fantasy is the destination you're looking for. A -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have options for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and esports. Guess what? They even take all the research out of it for you by only asking about top-tier athletes in their respective sports. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is, baby. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Build your lineup daily and earn all that moolah. For NFL, choose 10 out of 20 player prop options. NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options. With PGA having new contests each match day, Thursday, Friday, and so on, Still on the fence? Well, here's the nudge you need. Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'll repeat that. Promo code ROOM303. A $20 bonus. Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launch in 2018. What are you waiting for? To be up 28 to 3? Download Thrive Fantasy now and prop up today. Not all states qualify. Ooh-wee! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a regular edition of Podcast Room 303. This is episode number 28. I'm your host, Jermaine Mendez Mendes. Wow, I can't even say my name. <laughs> and, this, and this is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan.
1: It's it's been a while, man. I, I understand we've we've been we've been publishing the NFL Top 100 for those of you who listen to the NFL Top 100. Thank you, but this is our first actual episode, uh, our real talking episode in uh, in a couple of weeks, and it's it's nice to be here and it's nice to talk to the people again, Jermaine.
0: Yeah. So the errors will be flying.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. We're like, uh, you know, this this podcast is like baseball. You just you can't take a day off or you'll lose uh you'll lose form so we're uh we're going to be hitting below the mendoza line today and that's a promise
0: speaking of hitting below the mendoza line uh nick talks out of his ass trivia last time so the trivia answer for the nfl top 100 part 4 was kind of botched towards the end because i miswrote the team, instead of uh, seven Ravens and seven Saints, with the Chiefs being the winner of the Super Bowl, I accidentally wrote seven Ravens and seven Chiefs. So the answer was zero. Despite having the most players on the NFL Top 100 list for the previous season, no team has ever won the Super Bowl with that distinction. Um, which is pretty shocking, to be honest. You think talent begets championships, but guess not.
1: Hard work. Is this where the phrase "hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard" comes into uh, comes into play?
0: Okay, Dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, am a, I am a dad, so I can't say it now.
0: The resident dad but, uh, of the pod.
1: But uh, we have a great uh, episode for you guys today. Uh, it's kind of going to be you know we've we've been we've been gone for a little bit, so we're going to do uh, a little bit overarching. We're going to do uh, the NFL season review so far through Week Three. Uh, We're going to do the NBA Finals preview, obviously previewing the uh, matchup between the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, And then we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to finish the show by talking about uh, some MLB playoffs and the new format and some predictions. Jermaine.
0: Yeah. um Yeah. what do you? Th- uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. I was about immediately about to ask you what do you think about the new format, but uh, <laughs> teasers. All right, so th- yeah, to- today's trivia is how many NFL teams have started the season zero and three and made the the playoffs? And the answer and this, and, is to be determined yeah. at the end of the podcast.
1: <laughs> so actually, so I'm I'm actually gonna swerve you here, Jermaine. We're we'll talk about the answer. Because it's an integral part of our NFL season preview, so we'll we'll give the answer in our NFL preview when whenever that comes up. So, um, my my question to start the podcast, Jermaine, is completely unrelated to the three sports I just named. Um, one, I said one. There, there's two things that we need to talk about before we get into our main topics, right? One, congratulations to the Tampa Lightning. Right before we started this podcast, they are the 2020. Stanley Cup champions. So, congratulations to them. They beat the Dallas Stars in six games. Um, Lord
0: Stanley's champions.
1: Lord Stanley's grail. Uh, Victor Hedman, the Lightning's defenseman, was named the Con Smythe winner. Uh, It was, you know, it's, (sighs) I think that the Lightning are the most overrated team when they're ranked number one. And they are the most dangerous team when they're not ranked number one. I don't, I don't understand how that works, but it's it, it's good to see the Lightning uh, come back from last year's horrendous exit, uh, in which they had one of the greatest seasons in hockey history, uh, and then got eliminated by the Columbus Blue Jacks. But congratulations to them. Um, it's nice to see you know Victor Hedman, Steven Stamkos, uh, other Lightning's guys like that get their uh, get a Stanley Cup. So that's nice.
0: Steven Stamkos was hurt. Maybe that's the key. Maybe they should. Maybe, trade that's, him. maybe that's
1: the key. Yeah, trade him away. Trade him away now that he's not hurt.
0: Go get a no. go. Go get Eichel from the Sabers for Steven Samkos in a first round. Jeez.
1: Yeah, that's Could that's you imagine. Be, that's that's <laughs> gonna be a that's gonna be a, a a a chip to somebody, Jack Eichel. That's that's really we're looking at the the NHL offseason. It's it's really gonna be who lands him, and it's probably gonna be one of the original six. Blackhawks yeah maybe um i was gonna say something else about that oh this is the this is the Lightning's second stanley cup in their history by the way they won one in 2004 i believe i'll look that up real quick but 2004 they are
0: they have been a really consistent team the last you know two decades or so they're usually at the top of it so <laughs> Nick is celebrating. For those of you who can't see him at home, which is all of you, he's celebrating because he got the 2004 part right. Yeah, <laughs> talk about 2004. Podcast. That's
1: that's not Nick. Dox out of his ass. Suck it, world. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second the second thing that I have to ask you, Jermaine, and, and we'll get into it in. Uh, I was going to ask you one of the uh, kind of uh, along the same question when we get to the NFL preview. But what is happening in major soccer? So let me, over the last week, we've seen these four things happen. Bayern lost 4-1 to Hoffenheim. (laughs) West Brom, a newly promoted side, was up 3-0 at Chelsea and managed to tie the game 3-3. The game ended 3-3. Man City lost 5-2 to a Leicester City squad, and then Dortmund lost 2-0 to an Oxford squad. What is happening in major soccer?
0: And that's not even talking about uh, Manchester United scoring the the winning goal after the final whistle.
1: Yeah, Manchester United playing Brighton this weekend just won 3-2 in a game in which Brighton hit the post five times.
0: So all those teams that you just mentioned, what they do have in common is they played later into the season than everyone. Right. So they were, also, all and, of them were involved in Champions League and uh, Europa.
1: And also, a lot of mention has been made, it, at least I, I heard it in the Bayern game, and I've heard it with Manchester City and Manchester United. The first part of the season is normally the worst part of the season because you have the cup start. You have the, with Bayern, obviously they're playing in the Super Cup, they're playing in the Bundesliga, they're playing in the freaking, uh, what's the, they're playing in some matchup uh, against Dortmund right they're they're basically playing sunday wednesday sunday wednesday sunday wednesday when later in the season it starts to get like sundays 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 every ev- every match day is on sundays we're in the beginning of the season my question is does the impact of no fans what is the impact of no fans on this do you think it plays an impact
0: in soccer especially yes 1000% so <laughs> the home fans in soccer or football as the world likes to call it is outrageous some of the stuff that they're just nonstop a blitzkrieg of energy from you know first whistle to final whistle they don't stop they have songs they have chants they they lift up they boo they bring everything to that field
1: they make racist comments
0: oh yeah Tons of those. <laughs> so they really are a boon to the home squad. And so that's that's where – it's got to be hard to show up and bring your A game every single time, especially when you – as you mentioned, it's a, it's an even more condensed schedule than usual because of COVID and season starting later, and they have to get all these fixtures in. Um, so it's even harder than usual to, to get up for every single game. And usually you have the fans to – and the other and when it comes to it like even playing away it's kind of like it's you versus that entire stadium and you can't even draw on that so um, you're gonna see some real weird I'd probably stay away from betting soccer at least until uh start of December I'm sure you've already lost a bunch of money
1: yeah I was about to say you're telling me this now i've I don't I think I've hit one Premier League bet out of out of ten um i I would say that there's I would say that that we and I, you, have, you and I have talked about this extensively in the in the current twenty four hour news cycle that we have. It, it also applies to the the world sport, which is soccer. I think there's too much credit put on one loss in a thirty six match day season, and and I think that one playing playing late into the season, like you said, two playing sometimes three games in a week. And three, playing with basically an atmosphere that I mean, what what does Bayern have to play for really? I mean, it's it's week two of the Bundesliga, sandwiched between two major cups that they can win. Who wh- what do they care about match day two? Hoffenheim, yeah, Hoffenheim cares. Hof- Hoffenheim cares a lot about it because it's it's the Bavarian Giants, right? But these clubs don't really care. Like, if it were match day thirty six and they needed to win, it, you would probably win. I mean, Bayern didn't even start L- Lewandowski. Like, yeah, because because they want to keep him fresh for other stuff. It, I, I think there's too much there's too much emphasis put on these early losses, and I don't think it's really a trend right now. We, I, I, could be, I could be completely wrong, but I, I think it's just kind of the middle of a packed, the middle of a late packed schedule. Uh, to start the season, as we see in in major soccer. So,
0: absolutely. Well, with that being said, we're moving on to the uh, NBA Finals preview. We have uh, somewhat of a shocking matchup between the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers and the Miami Heat.
1: We're so not I, shocked.
0: <laughs> no, Big I'm fan. not shocked.
1: Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler came to do work. It was second, a business trip.
0: Second best player in the East, Ryan. <laughs> Number one in your heart, Ryan. Yeah, so this finals preview uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see this just based on the depth on both sides of the ball for both. I mean, both sides of uh, the conferences, right? So Lakers and Heat have really, really good depth. And they play well as cohesive units. And the best part about this is the Heat um, have some pretty good three-point shooters, but this isn't this isn't the traditional run and gun style that we've seen the league kind of transition to. These are more hunker down, play defense, move the rock, play as a team. So it's kind of got kind of a, a refreshing twist on an NBA Finals matchup. I do like the the fact that uh, the Lakers were had the opportunity to play either the Celtics, right, arch nemesis, or you know the Heat, who Shaq got traded to, right. So Shaq, former Laker, got traded to, won a title there. LeBron James played for the Heat, won a title there. So it's actually, it's, you know, it's actually a pretty fun matchup to see. So what are your thoughts? Who do you think – who do you have winning? Who do you have losing? How many
1: games? I love uh, – of course, you and I both love storylines. I love the fact that Jimmy Butler kind of did – you know, he, he called he called his shot, and that's the, that's what you got to love. You got to love a guy that says, look, I'm not here to have fun. I, I'm here to get to work and, and win. I, I want to see there, – there's two storylines that I'm focusing on, right? Kind of the redemption of Jimmy Butler, right? These three teams have basically said he was the problem. He was the the locker room cancer. Now he's united a locker room, and he's brought a team that we didn't We didn't expect to see. I mean, if not for the bubble, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs, right?
0: No, they would have made the playoffs. Yeah.
1: Well, they okay. Well, maybe maybe pre bubble, a team that would not have made the the NBA Finals.
0: Yeah, they they okay. That's fair. I don't think this Heat team would have made the NBA Finals pre bubble.
1: You have a guy in Tyler Hero who's bawling his ass off right now, doing everything that he can. To get back to his hotel room and slay his hot girlfriend, um, <laughs> you you have the, also on the other side, or you have the other side. You have LeBron playing his his the team that he won his championships with most of his championships, and he's resurgent again. He's back to the place where he belongs, right, which is the NBA Finals with the ghost of. That may, maybe maybe we'll, we'll say spirit of Kobe on his back, encouraging him head. I, I don't really have any. I, I don't really have any, like this player and that player. But I'm just excited for the matchup. I think the Lakers win in five.
0: Yeah, I don't, man.
1: I think the Heat steal one, but I, I just this, this Lakers team is just playing so cohesively right now dude playoff rondo with, with but but like i i just think that both teams like you said are playing cohesively but the heat just don't have the star power
0: yeah but they've been saying that all year and
1: i i and, and i'm and i and i'm ready to, and i'm ready to be proven wrong but i'm saying lakers in 5
0: i just love that jimmy butler got no respect nobody thought his signing with the heat was a good decision Right, He was pushed out of Chicago. He wanted to stay there, but he wanted to sign a max contract. Chicago didn't like him for whatever reason because the organization is just awful. Um, The Timberwolves were softer than Charmin, so he butted heads there. He got himself traded out of that situation, carried a bum Philadelphia 76ers squad to a Game 7 within one basket of going to the Eastern Conference Finals versus Kawhi Leonard at the Toronto Raptors, the eventual world champions that year. So Jimmy Butler is is making a case that he is one of the better players in the league. And all eyes on him now. This is it. This is is his time to prove it. The, The best part about watching Jimmy Butler play, right, is that he understands he can impact the game without putting up these gaudy numbers that people who go check... Uh, box scores look for right Jimmy yeah he's Butler. not he's,
1: he's he's not a points per game guy nah he, he doesn't always have to be i guess
0: yeah i mean he'll go out there and drop 37 on your head if you need him to right but he does whatever it takes to win and if that requires him passing the rock, getting other players involved or just deeing up the best person on that side it's, it's it is what it is but the layoff in between seasons kind of created a new season within a season because players who were rookies or, you know, who were second-year players or third-year players were able to, to see what an NBA season was like. They got this break and they went to work, and you could see which players actually went to work. So I think the Lakers have the edge across the board. I think Eric Spoelstra is the better head coach, but the Lakers have the two best players, on the court at any given time, right? And then you have the heat coming in with with their guys. So um, with that disparity and then the the size advantage, I don't know how they're going to D up against AD. I don't know who guards him. So Bam versus AD, I I think AD should body him. And uh, so I – Especially if
1: AD keeps shooting from the outside too.
0: I have Lakers in six – right? I was going to go with the gentleman sweep, but there's just these, there's too often there's these games where if AD and LeBron aren't h- hitting the guaranteed 60 or 70 points, the rest of the Lakers can just kind of disappear. And yeah, the defense that the Heat employ can legislate those Lakers out of the game and make that even more apparent. So I would not be shocked if they got two wins in this series, but it's not even a question. The Lakers are winning this title. I've been saying the Lakers since the Anthony Davis trade. Um, Then Kobe Bryant's unfortunate passing. I've been saying the Lakers, right? And I've been telling all my friends, the Lakers, despite me picking the storyline of Clippers versus Raptors, I've been saying Lakers all year. Like I don't see them losing this. Frank Vogel gets his chip. LeBron gets his fourth I think ad wins finals MVP though
1: yeah I I I mean we I we talked about this I mean like you said the the incredibly unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant but it, it's almost like as soon as it, and and as soon as Kobe died I logged on to five dimes and, and I bet the Lakers to win the championship because yeah. it's 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 how many times in sports have you heard we hung his jersey in the locker room and and, and and then that inspired people to go on a run. And that th- th- those are normally just some guys uh, on the team that that pass away. This is a, a legend in his really, in his not his athletic prime anymore, but his, but his life prime in the prime of his life that passed away. I, I mean, and and it it has to galvanize the Lakers, and it did apparently. And also, you have the best player in the world, right? And, and, it's, and it's so. Yeah, I can see Lakers in six. I'm going Lakers in five, but I don't think the Heat are winning.
0: Oh, yeah, there's no way. Like, I feel bad for my boy. My boy is a big-time Heat fan. I'm a big-time Jimmy G fan, right? And I been I always defend Jimmy G because I think he gets a bad rap because the dude wants to win so badly that certain people don't have that killer instinct in them. They don't have that, uh, for lack of a better term, that Mamba mentality. And he gets a bad rap for that. But I, I, for some reason, I feel like AD, and not that LeBron can't win finals MVP. It's obviously between those two. But I wouldn't be shocked if AD ends up being the best player in this series. Just because he has a marketed advantage against the Heat. Like, they don't have. I mean, maybe I'm discrediting Bam too much, or maybe I just think AD is that good. I think he's about to body Bam out of bio Like, I, think not, I,
1: I don't think it's that uh, Bam's bad. I think AD is just that good.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And so that, that's what I think. And I think LeBron's going to sit back and just watch AD body him, and he's just going to he's just going to hit big time buckets and uh, get that chip.
1: Let's ho- see. Uh, hope, let's see. Um...
0: I hope LeBron gets it because then then LeBron stands can be like, well, he's led three teams to the finals and he has three finals MVPs with
1: three different teams. And blah, blah, blah. My like, dude, shut yeah, up. That would be, that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, but shut up. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, so, so, so we do have a change in the podcast. Um, no longer can we say that, uh, five dimes is the unofficial podcast of the, of or the unofficial sports book of the podcast, Jermaine
0: moment of silence
1: yeah so five so five oh, okay. have, have, that
0: was not a moment of silence
1: well because i because i'm not giving them a moment of silence <laughs> they, can, they can go fly a kite um five dimes has decided to um move their uh or do something with their operations they they were very uh cloak and dagger about it but they they are no they are not continuing operations to uh, customers right now so they shut down the online sports book so we were forced to move Jermaine so would you like to announce to the people who the new uh, unofficial sports book of the podcast is
0: not really it's not very exciting I'm not not, I'm not the biggest fan of this website so you go ahead yeah
1: Yeah, it's 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 bovada.com b-o-v-a-d-a whatever bovada yeah boo boo (laughs) So, but when five dimes, when five dimes comes back, we're probably going to be back on five dimes. So
0: 100% they got a special place in my heart, especially since I went big the last weekend. I I bet everything I had in the account before I pulled out and I cashed out like up 300. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. All
0: right. So we're going to move it on to, let's go ahead and knock out this MLB uh, portion of it. So you want to break down the matchups?
1: Yeah, so uh, eight. This is this is the first year in the MLB that eight teams from both leagues, so sixteen teams, uh, made the postseason. It came down to the the final day. I was hoping that we would see a uh, that we would see a uh, San Francisco Giants uh, that they that they would get in the playoffs because I, I think they were the team that nobody wanted to see. But uh, sadly, they didn't get it, and the, uh, and the Brewers managed to uh, sneak in on the final day of the season, the Brewers and the Cardinals. So here's our, here's our, our seeding for, uh, for the playoffs. So in the American League, the number one seed, uh, Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays will play eight Toronto, four Cleveland will play five Yankees, three Minnesota will play six Houston, and two Oakland will play uh, seven Chicago White Sox. That's the American League. In the National League, uh, one Los Angeles Dodgers will play eight Milwaukee, four San Diego will play five St. Louis, three Chicago will play six Miami, and two Atlanta will play seven Cincinnati. What thoughts do you have on the playoffs before I before I uh, break my before I break it down? What well, here? Let me, let, let me before before you give your thoughts, Jermaine. The wild card, the one that I just named. Those first matchups will be best of three. All the other ones will be best of seven. The wild card, the best of three will be at the, hot, the highest seeds home stadium. And then in the division series, the conference series, and the world series, they will be played in – the NL will play them in Houston and Arlington, Texas, and the AL will play them in Los Angeles and San Diego, California, with the world series being played in the Texas Rangers' new field, a uh, globe-life field in Arlington. So what, what thoughts do you have on the uh, MLB postseason?
0: Um, Man, I don't know if I like this many teams in. First, first right off the bat. I don't know what it is. I'm just not a big-time fan. Secondly, how good are the AL and NL Central? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Good Lord. Um, yeah. Intriguing matchups. I really like the... Uh, the Padres Cardinals matchup. I think that's going to be a real good one. And then the, the second one that I like a lot is the A's Sox.
1: Yeah. So that's so so I I have two matchups and both of them come from the AL. Uh, what you just named Oakland and Chicago, that's I think that'll be that, that'll be the the best matchup of of the the first 8 games or the first 8 series, excuse me. Then I'm also excited to see Cleveland and the Yankees. That's that'll be my uh that'll be my uh second favorite series to watch.
0: If Cleveland wins so, that series, I'm saying it right now, if Cleveland wins that series, they're going to the World Series. Uh
1: yeah. Hmm. That's that's interesting. So I, here I'll, I'll I'll break down my I'll break down my previews. So I have Tampa Bay winning, I have the Yankees winning. I have Minnesota winning and I have the White Sox winning.
0: Really upsetting the three right.
1: seed. Yep, I think the White Sox have better hitting and better pitching than than Oakland. And for them to be a seven seed, I mean, he, the White Sox have won thirty five wins this year. Houston didn't even go over five hundred, and the White Sox are a seven seed just based on how the NL Central fell out. Um, the Dodgers are winning. I all the all the number all the t- higher seeds in the NL are winning for me. Dodgers, Padres, Cubs. Braves for the uh, to make the ALCS for me. It's going to be the Yankees and the White Sox, right? You have the and White then, Sox
0: going all the way to the ALCS.
1: I have the yeah, I have the White Sox going all the way to the, the ALCS.
0: I think you're out of your goddamn mind, bro.
1: Well, well, that's uh, that's why we uh, can disagree. Uh, and then uh, Dodgers and the Braves going to the NLCS. Dodgers advance to the World Series, Yankees advance to the, the World Series, uh Dodgers in five over the Yankees and Dodgers in yeah, Dodgers in five over the Yankees in the World Series. That's my that's those are my thoughts on the uh, MLB postseason.
0: The old gentleman sweep, eh?
1: Hey.
0: Alright, so I actually got um I've got Rays, Indians, Twins, White Sox. <laughs> All that grief I gave you. And then I got Indians over Rays and Twins over White Sox. And we're going to have a classic AL Central battle, and I think the Indians beat the Twins to make it to the World Series. And then, obviously, Dodgers, Padres, Cubs, and Braves, you know, top top again. Uh, I'll always pick against St. Louis, even if they're actually good. (laughs) And then I've got the Padres, stunning. The Dodgers. Oh. And that's, got, that's,
1: that's gonna be my favorite matchup of the entire playoffs if it happens. Padres against Dodgers. The new against the old.
0: If I don't if I don't get that matchup, I boycott this whole postseason. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm taking the Cubs over the Braves. Of course. Um no, dude, the Cubs pitching is looks real good, bro uh so I'm, I'm i'm actually i like the cubs chances this year which i haven't liked their chances since we won a world series but i've got padres versus indians a classic 4v4 matchup you know the the rarefied air of a four seed playing a four seed and then i've got the indians breaking the Schneid in classic covid style who would have thunk who would have thunk it kind of baseball winners and the indians take the ship bro
1: yeah i will uh i will say though the the scariest thing that you have to think uh about is the st louis cardinals in a fucking wild card spot um in the MLB no, playoffs <laughs> they're no to I, win from there the last time they won in 2011 they had to they had to win on the final day of the season to clinch a wild card spot and then went on to win it and, and, and went, went on to win the World Series. So if if the if the Cardinals do make it, I, I will make this promise right now on the podcast. If the Cardinals do make it, uh, I will be placing a bet. If if they beat the Padres, I will be placing a bet on the Cardinals to win the World Series.
0: Really? You see, yeah. you see them win I, that first series?
1: If they win the first series, I will instantly reverse my my position on the Dodgers and bet uh, the Cardinals to win.
0: If the Cardinals rob me, if the of Cardinals, if the Cardinals, if
1: the Cardinals, if the Cardinals beat the Dodgers, I'm bet or if the Cardinals beat the Padres in the first round, they, uh, I'm 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 putting money on them to win the World Series. If they rob me, it would the it Padres. would be it would be just it would be just a St. Louis thing to do, wouldn't it?
0: Yes, it would absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's about it for our baseball preview. I have Indians over Padres, which is one hundred percent going to happen. And Nick has, oh, dead space. He has, he has the, the Dodgers over the Yankees. And it,
1: yeah, and, and it, and it's gonna it's gonna pay, right? The Indians and the Padres. Uh, I'd I'd love to see it. i I'd, I'd love to be wrong. Right. your your prediction your prediction would be awesome i'd love to be wrong
0: i just went with something wild like uh, obviously yeah. dodgers yankees are the favorites so
1: i i told you if the st. louis cardinals win their first round matchup i'm betting the house on them to to win the world series
0: you make me sick you're picking the dodgers which is your rival you're picking the cardinals which is my rival you're the worst kind of person
1: i hate the dodgers I, I, would, uh, I would rather the Dodgers not win. I just think they're going to win.
0: <laughs> if you were a betting man, and you are.
1: I would rather the Dodgers go 0-162. Uh, they're not going to do that, so might as well try to make some money off them.
0: Hopefully they're starting infield all steps on Legos at the same time, and they have to field an all-developmental uh, <laughs> team, and then they get swept.
1: I'm yeah. hoping that they play hotel game of the floor is lava and they all sprain their ankles. <laughs> Here's hoping yeah, like, they all get false positives
0: for a week <laughs> in a row, and then they're kicked out of the playoffs because they can't get their their shit
1: together. That's right. All of Miami, Mar- and then the Miami Marlins win. That's another good pick. If Miami wins, maybe I'll, I'll bet, I'll bet Miami.
0: Uh, Miami. Miami just wins. had a, they just had a big injury to one of their starting pitchers. He's not going to be in the playoffs. I think he was like their ace.
1: Yeah. So that was that was the mob preview. It's, it's going to be interesting to watch, regardless. So uh, it's already let's it's get already to kicked the off. yeah. Let's get to the uh, meat and potatoes of this podcast, and that's the NFL season, Jermaine.
0: The National Football League is back. This is the first time that we are coming to you uh, live. <laughs> since the season started. I mean, even though you're listening to this on recording. And the storyline that everyone's talking about are injuries. Injuries, injuries, injuries. It is insane. The first two picks in most fantasy drafts are done. One for the season, one for four to six weeks. He's kind of superhuman, so it's likely going to be the four weeks. Hopefully they keep yeah. him at six. They don't really need him.
1: I yeah, mean- I, I, I mean of 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 note, CMC, Michael Thomas, Drew Locke, uh, Marlon Mack, Van, Leighton Vander Esch, Jarrell Casey, Cortland Sutton, Von Miller, Anthony Barr, Daniil Hunter, Dante Hightower, Saquon Barkley, Le'Veon Bell, Derwin James, the entire San Francisco team and the entire Philadelphia receiving core and O-line and Chase Young. Uh to, that's and that's really to not being uh facetious when I say to name a few. Yeah, that's um,
0: tip so, of the iceberg status.
1: That's, yeah, ty, that's those,
0: Titanic sailing the seas.
1: That's right. So, I mean Ch- Chase Young, I guess there goes our uh, rookie sack record
0: uh this I, year. I was devastated when I saw that, man. So, yeah. With that being said, some of the interesting things also going on are the unbeaten slash winless teams. I think we have seven apiece is't is, is that right
1: uh yes, that is correct no yes yes you're
0: correct Dude, seven winless teams, seven undefeated teams that is awesome. I wonder how many play each other next week. i bet you i bet you uh let's see.
1: No, so while know. Jermaine looks that up, he talked about he talked about unbeaten teams, 3-0, right? So you have the Tennessee Titans, Pittsburgh Steelers, Kansas City Chiefs by way of beating Baltimore on Monday night, uh, Buffalo Bills, Seattle Seahawks, Green Bay Packers, and Chicago Bears. Now, Jermaine, since 1990, teams that start the playoffs or start 3-0 made the playoffs around 74% of the time, which means that five of these seven teams will make it right of note teams that went 4 and 0 are 85% like or 82% likely to make the playoffs so my question is which two teams from this unbeaten team are not making the playoffs give me those stats one more time so since 1990 teams that start 3 and 0 made the playoffs 74% of the time which means, out of these seven, five would make it if we're going off historical trends. Off percentages, right? Off percentages, right? So let's play a fun game where you pick two unbeaten teams who aren't going make to the, make the playoffs. Oh, going into week four, going into week four, three and oh, going to finish the season missing the playoffs. Man, that's
0: tough. I actually, I actually don't think I think I have I would, two for you i I think it's gonna be Tennessee and Chicago
1: okay those are my two and I think I think out of the group of teams those are should be the teams that you pick out and say mm, I don't know yeah I don't know that's the defense of Tennessee
0: uh really fell off I guess they're missing Logan Ryan right now
1: <laughs> guess I should have paid the man <laughs>
0: That's an NFL Top 100 reference for those of you who uh, who fo- followed through that mini-series. All right, so yeah, some, of the into that. some of the interesting matchups of note. We have the 0-3 Broncos versus the 0-3 Jets on... Oh, yeah, yeah. someone's getting a win. ...on the, the first day of October, Thursday. And then we have, then we have a, two undefeated teams facing off in Steelers and Titans, which is in jeopardy due to the COVID outbreak that hit the Tennessee Titans team. I believe they had... Five players slash staffers. They haven't released who the individuals are. I don't think they will. But uh, five positive tests, and which immediately sent the Minnesota Vikings into quarantine status as well, even though they had no positive tests. Um, then you have where's that? another un- <laughs> winless matchup. So we're going to have two teams get off the schneid in week four. We've got the Minnesota Vikings at 0-3 versus the Houston Texans at 0 three. Remember when I told you we were gonna that the Houston Texans were gonna start 0 and four? Man, I don't I do, know I do about, remember this, yeah. I don't know about this game. The ESPN app doesn't even have the odds up yet for the Vikings Texans game because they don't even know. And then finally, finally to answer my question of how many undefeated teams are playing a winless team It's Monday night football, Falcons at Packers.
1: Wow. And the Packers are probably gonna lose it. I mean, like it just that seems like a very Packers thing to do.
0: That would be a game that the Packers lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers on Monday night, though. I'm not betting against him.
1: No, definitely not. Um so you you're alluding to it, Jermaine. So the other you already talked about Minnesota, Atlanta. Denver and the Jets and Houston. The other two winless teams are the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously they're Oh, 0-2 and one. They have a tie on the record. Still no wins. Yeah. And, and uh, the New York Giants.
0: Never mind. I'm just so t-
1: the, 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 the two New York teams stink.
0: <laughs> All right. So I just added something to the find him and cut him segment later on. So stay tuned. Uh, uh it just popped into my head and I'm absolutely irate, but I'm keeping my, my passions asunder.
1: <laughs> um so we so we talked about at the beginning, uh the beginning of the show. We talked about a trivia question about how many NFL teams have started the season three and oh and made the playoffs. Right. So just to go over the list again Giants, Vikings, Falcons, Jets, Broncos, Bengals, Texans. Wait, you mean oh and three? 0 and three, what did I say? Three You said three and out. Yeah. So how many yeah.
0: zero and three makes the playoffs?
1: Yeah. So how many NFL teams have started the season zero and three and made the playoffs? i I'll, I'll give you the answer. I'll give you the answer. Out of one hundred and seventy six teams, six. That's three point four percent have made the playoffs. However, the latest was the two thousand eighteen Houston Texans. So, my question to you is give me the one team out of that group of seven who you think can make a run and go to the playoffs. Wow.
0: I mean, is the obvious layup that you're looking for the Houston Texans with shithead Brian?
1: No, I don't think it's the Houston Texans. I think they look awful.
0: The Billy, Billy Butchin? <laughs> Billy Butchett. Uh, is- he will
1: from from this point on. He will be further referred to as Billy Butchett on this podcast. <laughs> no, I I well, I honestly think the Minnesota Vikings. I think they have enough talent. I mean, we were talking about them as like an over nine and a half team at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but I think that nah. I, I think they have enough. I think they have enough talent to run to to at least run it back. I don't, I don't, I don't at
0: all. I think, I think they're shipping okay. sunk, but let's, let's see. Let's see. For, for posterity's sake, right? For our children's mm-hmm. and our ancestors' sake, let's go, let's pick, let's pick the Viking schedule for fun here. All right. So they're 0-3 currently, right? So uh-huh. moving on now. So Minnesota versus Houston. Who do you got in that one? Minnesota. You got Minnesota. Houston just lost by seven to Pittsburgh, and you got Minnesota who can't beat the Tennessee Titans.
1: Minnesota. Okay. I mean, three other teams couldn't
0: beat the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee, or two won, other teams. Tennessee won by a total of like three points combined their last three games.
1: Minnesota wins against Houston.
0: Okay. Minnesota. So that's one win. So what are you saying they need to get to? They need to get nine of their next 13 games, right?
1: They probably need to go nine and seven, yeah.
0: Okay. So they're at one. Vikings at Sea C- Seattle. At Seattle? Probably so it's, it's Vikings at it's at Vikings at Houston, then Vikings yeah. at Seattle. So loss. Okay. So they're one and four. Falcons at Vikings. A win. Really? Two and four. Okay. Then Vikings at Packers.
1: At Packers loss.
0: Two and five. Lions at Vikings. Win. Three and five. Vikings at Bears. Win. Four and five. Cowboys at Vikings.
1: Win. They're they're hot now. (laughs) They're hot now, dude. They're on a streak.
0: Five and They're five. Hot. You're just trying to get them there, dude. I see your brain cooking. Panthers at Vikings.
1: Win. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: Six and five. Jaguars at Vikings. Win. They're hot. They're playing Seven with passion five. now. Now the now Seven the fucking, now the playoffs are in sight. They're above five hundred. The playoffs are in sight. Seven and five. Vikings at Bucks. Ah, loss. Seven and six, Bears at Vikings. It's a rivalry. It's a division game, dude. They already got one up. Win,
1: win. Oh, you're so crazy, bro. The ba- the Bears are falling apart. Win.
0: Eight and six, eight and six, bro. Here we are. They got two games left. Vikings, uh-huh. Vikings at New Orleans.
1: Drew Brees is gonna be dead by that game. Vikings sack Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. The combined interception and sacks is over 10 win.
0: <laughs> Nine and six Vikings at lions
1: at lions win dog oh, They're, I mean, they're hot now they They can smell it. <laughs> There's the playoffs. How
0: in heaven's name. I just you told you how in heaven. Do you think the Vikings are going to do that with the defense that they have?
1: Crazier things have happened. I mean,
0: I just don't understand what you're doing over here. I, I'm,
1: I'm telling you, how, I'm telling you how the Minnesota Vikings are going to make the playoffs from zero and three. They've
0: given up 101 points in three
1: games, and they're and they're going to. Well, they're a little bit leaky right now. The boat's a little leaky. Okay, oh, we're going to patch.
0: <laughs> we're going to patch three games. We're going
1: to. We're going to. The Goal. Vikings are going to patch. They're going to patch the holes, and we're going to uh, continue on smartly.
0: <laughs> you, they're a little leaky. So for for the podcast listeners at home. You know what, 30, you know what, if, if I,
1: if I were, if I were this, if I were, I should put my money where my mouth is. I should bet the Minnesota Vikings to make the playoffs. You should. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not going to, because that would be ridiculous. They've given up, they've given up like over a hundred points in their last three games for me. <laughs> All right. Let's go through and
0: do the Texans real quick, right? The Texans Okay. Right? All right. Oh, hold on. Let me total up their points given up right now. They've given up 61 plus 34. Oh, Jesus. That's even worse. 61 plus 34
1: yep. is 105. 95.
0: 95. 95. Oh wow, no, it's not worse. All right. So you so you have you have the Texans going 0 and 4 and losing to the
1: Vikings, right? Yes. All right,
0: so we're starting 0-4 then because – By the way, know. I
1: don't I, – I'll have to look it up, but I don't think a team has ever made the playoffs from 0-4. Uh, I would
0: I would wager they haven't. So <laughs> so Texans start so 0 a lot of So a
1: lot of plus money on 0-4 teams to make the playoffs <laughs> out there.
0: Because <Peters. laughs> it hasn't ever
1: happened happen. doesn't mean
0: it can't ever happen. Jaguars at Texans.
1: Uh the Texans have to get their first win somewhere. Win.
0: <laughs> One of four. Texans at Titans.
1: That's it. The wheels are going to fall off the Titans bus <laughs> some, sometime. Win.
0: <laughs> Two and four, Texans. Packers at Texans.
1: Oh, they're hot now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two and five. Uh, Texans at Jaguars.
1: Uh, revenge game. Loss.
0: Two and six. You gave them a revenge game, but you don't give the Bears the revenge game against the Vikings?
1: The Vikings are sharper. Uh, They would be ready and prepared. You're you're biased. Two and six.
0: Texans at Browns.
1: You told me I had to make the Vikings make the playoffs. Yes, of course they're beating the Bears.
0: (laughs) You told me they were making the playoffs.
1: And I stick by it. Just not enough to put money on it.
0: Texans at Browns.
1: Uh you know what the Browns uh, this this will come up in my in my review of both conferences but could the Browns have their best season ever and not make the playoffs?
0: No, I actually think I actually think their schedule sets up pretty nicely for them to make the playoffs. And they have that two-headed running monster, like that offensive line is playing fantastic and
1: Baker and Mayfield Baker Mayfield is making smart decisions. He's, well, that's because he's only throwing the balls t- twenty-two times a game. It's very refreshing to see him make smart decisions as a
0: quarterback. Oh uh, yeah, dude, I'm looking at this schedule. The Texans are fucked. <laughs>
1: All right, let's go. So, I, so I'm I'm, I'm going to go over over some of my observations of the NFL season so far, and you you chime in whenever when, whenever you feel like it. So, starting with the NFC, I don't think anyone from the NFC East deserves a playoff spot. <laughs> I just, I don't, I know nobody just like give it, give it to another team, right? Give it to one of, give it, give it to one of the NFC West teams. Everybody in the NFC West is playing outstanding right now. Hey, I got a proposition
0: for you. I got a proposition for you. Okay, all right. Are you, are you riding with me on Browns money line this week?
1: What is it? Who are they playing?
0: The Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bradley I mean, pull my, my leg. leg. Yo, the Cowboys just can't stop anything. No, I don't know.
0: Like, it's just I don't defense, know. Their defense looked good against the Rams, and the Rams stormed back on the Bills. But then the next two games, their defense is non-existent. Their cornerbacks are hurt. Their D line is hurt. Their O line is hurt. So the Broncos have fifty-two point three million dollars. On IR right now, the Cowboys, and that's twenty million dollars more than the next closest team, which is the Jesus. Cowboys. The Cowboys have like thirty-one point three million dollars on IR right now. Those teams are struggle busting it, bro. Jesus. All right, carry on, my wayward friend. Uh,
1: all right. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, yeah. I all the all the NFC West is is playing well right now. I think all of them are above five hundred at this point maybe just give the nfc east playoff spot to one of those teams. give it to the cardinals. they haven't had playoffs in a while. Uh, That's a good i think that, bro. i think the seahawks and the green bay packers might make a case for the best 3 and 0 team right now. uh i think it's i think it's the kansas city chiefs, but i you could you can make a case that seattle and green bay are are also pretty good. I think the scariest thing for the NFL is that the Bucks are starting to figure it out. Well, Yeah, they have and practice time. Yeah, we, we talked about this, how scary it will be for Tom Brady to get practice reps with his wide receivers.
0: Yeah, and if Bruce Arians can get his head out of his ass and use Leonard Fournette, that team is something scary, bro.
1: Yeah, I said at the beginning of the show, maybe the Panthers aren't as bad as as we think as we think they are right they've been pretty much within a score of each game of winning each game now they've lost in typical panthers fashion but i don't think they're i don't think they're the 4 and 12 6 and 10 team that i predicted they might be well, 8, and 8 team
0: they beat the chargers they already got their first win they have the same no, record know. as the saints
1: i know and and that's what i'm saying i didn't think that they would have a win at this point
0: the class of the NFC South is struggling right now. And sticking with
1: the NFC South, the Falcons are still awful. And it's amazing.
0: <laughs> How? Let me ask you something. Uh-huh. Because for the life of me, I can't figure it out. How does okay. Dan Quinn, a defensive coach, still have his goddamn job?
1: I, I mean, I, I don't know how to answer that. I, I would say that after this season, Dan Quinn should not be allowed anywhere near a football stadium because he has, been, cause, cause he has been massacring the, the Atlanta Falcons as their head coach.
0: Just wasting talent on offense, bro. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's like he fails to adjust his defensive – it's like everyone's just like, oh, he's still running the defensive scheme the 2012 Seahawks run.
1: <laughs> yeah i guess yeah guess what the guess what the 2020 seahawks did they adapted their scheme
0: <laughs> well yeah but their schemes trash as well you, uh, seahawks this is why you said seahawks and and packers might have a case for the best right and i shook my head no mm-hmm. because the seahawks just give up hella points to everyone and the packers gave up Something like forty points or thirty something points to the Vikings, who look pedestrian at best,
1: and and just below thirty to the Saints.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, and and you you know my opinion on Drew Brees right now.
1: Speaking of head coaches, you talked about Dan Quinn. I have a better candidate for why does he have a job? Why does Adam Gates still Adam Gates still have a job as a head coach in the National Football League? So friend of the podcast, Nevada Putnam, sent me a stat this week. And it said Adam Gase has more has 30 wins as an NFL head coach. He has just as many double digit losses. He's 30 double digit losses. He has 30 double digit losses. Let me make sure I let me make sure I got that right, but I believe that's what it that's what it said.
0: Well, my opinion on Adam Gase is that he's a complete waste of space. I don't understand how the New York Jets could have seen what he did with the Dolphins and be like, "That's the guy for us."
1: That's yeah, yeah that's the guy we need. Sam
0: Darnold saw ghosts playing the Patriots last year, and now he's out there throwing to ghosts. He's got no one on offense.
1: Yeah, he's an offensive coach. At least he's last crazy. year, yet at least last year he had Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Adam Gates has 30 wins as a head coach. He also has 30 losses by double digits.
0: So you're telling me that if I see Jets as as like a plus 6 team, I should bet against them because they're most likely it, to lose it, by double
1: digits. To turn this into a monetary system. You are just as likely to bet Jets money line as you are to bet Jets plus whatever double the whatever plus 10 and above is. So what's so so you are you I mean I mean you're probably more likely to bet to go on and use an alternate line and bet the Jets bet the team the Jets are playing minus ten or more.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we should buy points and we'd still be comfortable, bro. That's how we don't even need to
1: buy. Yeah.
0: No, I'm saying we don't need to, but we we can. So here's here's the Packers and Seahawks have both given up 30 points twice. Okay. Against, in my opinion, not very good offenses. Like the Saints, like I am a firm believer that Sean Payton needs to go a on Nick Saban in the in the Fiestable uh championship game and bench Jalen Hurts. And in this in this case, he'd bench Drew Brees. Like he doesn't have it. Do you think he'll do it? No, zero percent. He's gonna fucking, he's gonna just burn, he's gonna burn this season down with Drew Brees. Uh,
1: Michael Thomas
0: will come back and have some of the issues, but we're gonna get smoked in the playoffs again because Drew Brees ain't got it, dude.
1: Yeah. So, continuing on with, with our AFC talk, the Bills and the Pats both look very sharp to me. They they both look like a very good team. I I love to see Cam Newton enjoying his football, and, and you mentioned in pre-show. I also love to see defenses scared of Cam Newton again. Yeah, it's my favorite. Load load the box because you know he's going to run on a third and short or a goal line situation, and he'll still run it and he'll still score. And that's what that's what scared the living daylights out of defenses in Carolina that he, we 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 better hope to stop it. I mean they they are a they are a Cam Newton dive away from being 3 and 0. Yeah,
0: they are. Yeah. And uh Oakland's John Gruden was so I guess not fearful. He was so respectful of Cam Newton's ability that they up they gave up 200 plus yards to their running backs combined
1: rushing. It's outrageous I don't, I don't i don't know what the carolina panthers are doing like the, like you, you 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 want to reward so you want to reward a man who's given your organization almost what seven eight years of his life of his career it was eight and and and, and obviously he comes back and he's motivated to play he's always just found the ability to motivate himself to play, and if he's healthy, why are you not letting him play? But no, we we cut him to the side so that we can have uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I guess, who's who's decent, but he's not camped. He's du- been balling this year. He's been balling. This not, has he? Has he really? I mean, from Teddy Bridgewater's
0: I – mean, He's he's putting up yards, bro. He's scoring thirty points a game with his with that team. I mean, he has to because that defense is uh, leaky.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. You don't want to talk about leaky defenses? Um, all right. So I, you just talked about the Raiders, right? I think the Raiders might be the wild card team nobody wants to face.
0: Dude, the Raiders were the wild card team nobody wanted to face last year.
1: I <laughs> do. Well, I mean, maybe John John Gruden gets his team ready to to do that
0: and is earning his respect back as a head coach because I feel like a lot of people discredited him with the way Tampa Bay ended and then he went up into the booth and he was just this kooky, this kooky well, maniac he, up there.
1: Well, he deser- he deserves to be discredited because he won a Super Bowl because he switched teams and knew the entire game plan. So He,
0: got, he should have two Super Bowls. He got robbed by the tuck rule first. If he didn't get sure. robbed by I,
1: that – I'll give you I'll give you the Tuck rule. But it wasn't a rule. It wasn't a rule before that happened. So now we know we fixed the flaw in our system.
0: Bro, he got robbed.
1: If if John Green I didn't will, get
0: robbed, the Patriots dynasty doesn't exist today.
1: And then I will say this, I will say this finally. Right? I think the Bengals are gonna get Joe Burrow killed.
0: Dude, that you're talking about that one hit, aren't you?
1: Yeah. I'm, t- I'm talking about all the hits. I'm just talking about Joe Burrow dropping back and then the Bengals employing our favorite blocking strategy, which is the swing and gate maneuver. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, swing, so, and, gate. swing and gate has proven wildly effective. Let's just ask Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz.
1: So, so, talk, so, so talk to me about your pick for the Super Bowl and your pick for MVP, and why is it the Seahawks and why is it Russell Wilson? I mean that was a lot of dead space. Yeah, I dude, I had nothing
0: to say. It's it's Mr. Unlimited. The dude looks truly lights out. He is historical. Uh I think fantasy Twitter has been ranting all season to let Russ cook and Pete Carroll was just like, All right, bet. And he said, "We're yeah. gonna sling, we're gonna sling the rock. We're gonna take Chris Carson and turn him into a pass catching back, which no one saw coming. Which, by the way, get well soon, Chris Carson. That was some bullshit." But, yeah. bro, here's here's what's crazy is Russell Wilson's doing wild stuff and still not getting the publicity for it. Everyone's talking about Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. Everyone's talking about Patrick Mahomes as they should be because Patrick Mahomes is it is pretty goddamn lights out. But Russell Wilson I mean this still- is
1: why this, this is why he's had zero MVP votes through his through his illustrious career. It's nutty, bro. It's so uh, you know, very first
0: podcast episode I picked Dak Prescott for MVP. I mean, his numbers he's putting up right now are outrageous, but that team is not going to win enough for him to win it. And and then the, when we actually went through and did our picks, like at the start of the season, I went with Russell Wilson, and then I picked I picked Seahawks Steelers for the yeah. Super Bowl.
1: I mean, it's looking it's it's looking good right now.
0: Yeah, but I think I think I picked Pittsburgh to win, didn't I? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Seahawks look great. I'm not counting uh, against Kansas City Chiefs, but the AFC uh, has a murderer's row of hitters right now. I mean, yeah. the, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Patriots, the Raiders, the, the Bills. The I mean, I mean, I didn't. I said that didn't even say the Chiefs, and then you have the Titans who look sus. If they can get it together. They're 3-0 already. If they can get it together, then that's an, another TV don't want to say. I, the AFC is stacked right now. The NFC looks uh, floundering at best.
1: Yeah, the yeah. NF, the a, yeah. NFC looks weird. Yeah, you took, you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, you we're going to see a team, uh, probably, uh, you know, a team come out of the NFC East that may not be 500. <laughs> uh,
0: that's, a, that's a possibility, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then you're going to see maybe maybe teams a team in the NFC West that is not below 500. Maybe an eight and eight. the The worst team in the NFC West might be eight and eight.
0: Oh yeah, they're very much going to beat up on each other. See, this is my only reason why um, I'm a little fearful for the Seahawks uh, Super Bowl pick because I mean this season. I mean we opened up with injuries, 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 and this season we got we got the. We got the Seahawks playing the 49ers twice, the Rams twice, and the Cardinals twice. Like that's a schedule, bro. That is Yeah. There is no off days. Nope. Especially so, not when you're playing against Aaron Donald twice a year. So, so I think I think we've come to the natural conclusion then, right? Yeah. So and okay, so we agree what the natural conclusion is is that the Buccaneers are coming out of the out of the NFC.
1: It's hard to it'll be hard to pick against a a motivated and uh dedicated Tom Brady.
0: Isn't that some shit, bro? He's going to cement his goat status even more. Here's what I want now. Right? 3 weeks into the season I completely switched everything that I picked. I'm going for the storyline approach. You know what I want? What's I that? want Cam Newton and the Patriots versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in
1: the Super Bowl. I mean, you gotta. You got. I mean, you gotta love storylines. At the beginning of the year, I would have said that you know, it, it it was a it was a a sports fans' dream to have that as their matchup. But right now, you could you could get on you you could you could argue that it's not really that far away from from happening. It's possible. It's possible, man. And that, right, I, so. I, I I would love to see it. So you talked about find him and cut him. And you added your little NFL thing. So to wrap up the NFL and to move us into find them and cut them, talk about your uh, talk about your NFL rant. Give me your NFL rant.
0: Which one? I've got so many already for the season. Are we talking about the well, one? The one I did? That
1: just, yeah, the one that just popped into your head.
0: Okay, Philadelphia, Cincinnati. Turn your TV sets this way. I know you can't see me, but just listen. What kind of of goddamn fucking bullshit is the NFL still pulling by allowing goddamn fucking ties? Are you freaking kidding me? It just doesn't make any sense that an organization of this magnitude that has review boards and committees and some of the top brains in football and they still can't get their heads out of their asses to make a system where we don't end up with a tie. 23-23, are you kidding me? They played 70 minutes of football and you're not going to reward someone with a win or a loss? You're going to be like, no, we're just calling it because we don't want to see another 10 minutes of this game.
1: Switch to college shootout.
0: It's unbelievable. You don't even need time. You don't even need time. College shootout guarantees both offenses making the field, makes it more exciting. If you have Russell Wilson versus Lamar Jackson on the same game, if they go to overtime, you're guaranteed to see both in overtime, which is guaranteed to have more ratings, which is guaranteed to have bigger highlights, which is guaranteed to have more points. And guess what? The fans want to see points.
1: I, I, have, I have no – I generally try to come up with a devil's advocate argument, and I don't have any. It doesn't make sense to me.
0: The Texas-Texas Tech game was 57-57 going into overtime. And then it was 63-57, and Texas Tech had a ball. Got gotta, to gotta
1: love, gotta love that Big 12, no defense games.
0: Bro, I, it's unbelievable that the NFL just has not adopted this. You don't have to start on 25 because the NFL is that much better, but put them on the forty. Put them on the 45. Put him in field goal range uh, to start it off. And then you don't have to play the whole 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, I agree. Roger, I know you're listening. Implement this next season. Please, God.
0: It's unbelievable that it's still a thing. <laughs> I just – I'm sitting here like blank-faced because I don't understand. Shout-out schoolboy Q, blank face, But –
1: Man. And you, you you mentioned it earlier as well. So talk about talk about our other uh find him and cut him. Man, this one I was blown
0: away that I saw this. It, it almost that makes it, it almost makes in and Sue and Vontes Perfect look like they are just they're just playing hard. That's how they're bad just, this play is.
1: They're just committed players.
0: I feel like this justifies the helmet swing for Miles Garrett.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean –
0: Well, I'm talking about Tristan Hill, the defensive tackle of – who would have guessed it? The Dallas fucking Cowboys, right? Notorious for picking people with bad character flaws and rewarding them with hella money. Tristan Hill, I think he's – I believe he's a second-year player out of UCF. Chris Carson's on the ground already. Tristan Hill has his leg in his arm and lands on top of Chris Carson and proceeds to dragon whip corkscrew it, like if he's the great Muda in WCW. While on the
1: ground. for, For those of you who don't get Jermaine's wrestling reference, he basically gator rolled Chris Carson. Gator rolled Chris Carson's leg while Chris Carson's body stayed in the same place.
0: Chris Carson's body was underneath his body, underneath Tristan Hill's body, while Tristan Hill's spinning his leg like if he's a Toy Story Woody doll. And
1: and this then, isn't like me and Jermaine getting in a fight. This is like a you know guy that benches 500 pounds and is 300-something pounds.
0: And then the Cowboys have the audacity to come out and say they don't believe there is any malicious intent behind that.
1: It'd be interesting to see. It'd be interesting to be a fly on the wall with those discussions to see if they actually believe that or if they're just doing what they think is right.
0: If they're doing what they think is right, you say you call him on your bullshit and you don't wait for the NFL. You suspend this guy yourself. It's out of, it's out of that's, it's unacceptable. And the fact that I haven't seen or read anything about the ruling on that, if Tristan Hill walks away scot-free from this, that's, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't even be upset. It's classic Roger. It's classic Roger. He'll find he'll find OBJ for wearing a gold chain. He'll find an OBJ for wearing sneakers that are custom painted. But Tristan Hill's but gonna play on
1: Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I mean I, yeah. I don't I don't again, I, I I don't have anything for you. It was it was I mean it's it was it was a an egregious action, let's say that, and for and there was there was nothing to justify. It. You can't say, "Oh, well, you know, Chris Carson was was trying to get you know get off the pile, or he was trying to break a tackle." No, he was already down on the ground, and and, and he's getting turned around like that. I mean, I don't know what Chris Carson did to Tristan Hill, but I don't think anything excuses uh, trying to trying to end a man's career.
0: No, absolutely not. So, with that being said, Tristan Hill, the NFL, again, shocker. You've been fined and you've been cut, you freaking
1: bums. And expect a lot more of this because we're only in week three of the, of the NFL season. But thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in uh, to our episode 28 of Podcast Room 303. Uh, make sure you guys shout us out, like, download, subscribe, comment. Uh, our podcast, wherever you get podcasts, um, and then follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room Three Hundred Three. Keep letting us know what you think. We appreciate uh, all the comments that we've been getting so far. What do you got for the people, Jermaine?
0: Nothing. Nick Foles took over for Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky's uh, stats as it as it lays right now. He has sixty one touchdowns, thirty two interceptions, and a twenty eight and sixteen win loss record. Stats lie, ladies and gentlemen. Alex Smith is a poor man's Dwayne Haskins.
1: Decisive keynote out. Hey, everybody. Have you ever watched a game and said to your buddies, I knew...
0: Insert player name here.
1: ...was going to do that? Alas, the sports gods have delivered us a solution, the Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive is a -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app specifically for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about top-tier athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, or esports. For the NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player prop options, and yes, even Falcons players are available. For fans of the NBA, MLB, or PGA and esports events, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to complete your lineup. Thrive even offers new contests daily for each PGA event. Meaning, if your golfer doesn't make the cut, you'll still have a chance to win big. By this time, you should be asking, but Nick, how do I make money? Well, each prop has an associated over or under fantasy point total based on its likelihood to occur. But beware, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. By racking up the most points, you win the prize pool. And, since launching in 2018, Thrive has paid out more than $1.3 million in prizes. So what are you waiting for? Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Yes, that's $20. And also, code ROOM303. Download Thrive Fantasy and prop up today. Not all states qualify.